the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FaithFest 2015 is coming to the Ocean Shores Convention Center July 31st through August 2nd. Featuring artists such as Keepers of the Faith, Master's Voice, Canada's Double Portion, and more. Visit KeepersOfTheFaithMinistry.com for registration. That's KeepersOfTheFaithMinistry.com or call 253-682-7718. That's 253-682-7718. Welcome to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, the director of local ministries here at True Talk 800. 93.9 KPDQ, 104.1 The Fish, and 93.1 L Ray. And we've got some great events coming up that I'd love to have a conversation with you about, whether it's having you show up at our Pastors Masters golf event, Fish Fest, Reventone, the Pastor Appreciation Breakfast, or Experience Israel, which features Alistair Begg, Georgine Rice and Chris Kelly from The Fish. If you'd like more information, please, please, please shoot me an email. Mike Lee at kpdq.com is the address. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at kpdq.com. And today's guest is a special bass singer for the quartet, Keepers of the Faith. Keepers of the Faith Ministry is a nonprofit group based out of Puyallup, Washington. And this man has what we call in the broadcasting industry Beautiful pipes, a beautiful deep voice. Kevin Mills, welcome aboard. How are you today, sir? Oh, hey, thank you so much, Mike. Uh, as uh, they told me from the beginning, I have the face for radio, so thank you. Thank you for confirming that. And uh... <laughs> You and me <laughs> both, my friend. <laughs> you and me both. You can find out more uh, about uh, Keepers of the Faith at their website, keepersofthefaithministry.com. And if you're a Facebook fan, check out Kevin Mills under Musician Slash Band. And more importantly for this interview, Faith Fest 2015 Concert Tour, which is going to be one of the topics we're talking about today. So, Kevin, for starters, how did you get involved with Keepers of the Faith, this wonderful gospel quartet, in the first place? You know, it's kind of a—you talk about God being providential over our— our actions and everything else like that, because it's one of those things that you just couldn't play. I uh, used to be a solo artist, uh, most of that, because people just couldn't stand working with me, and I couldn't say I blame them. And (laughs) and I also worked in radio, of course, for years, and uh, I was actually hired to emcee an event up in British Columbia back about eight or nine years ago, and um, it was at that event that I actually met Keepers of the Faith. And you have to understand that the first time I saw them, uh, it's these three gangster-looking guys that get up, and uh, a bunch of people grab me from the other room, and they said, you've got to see this group, you got to see this group before. And, uh, you know, I see these uh, four guys 
that our ex-gangsters get up on stage, and when they start singing, oh my gosh! And uh, that <laughs> that began the uh, that began a long friendship that, that that has just been awesome. That must have been an amazing first encounter. So, did you speak with them after you heard them sing? I did, yeah. I, because I mean, it, you really uh, anybody who's familiar with the guys, keepers of the faith. Uh, know that, I mean, just their presence alone is extremely unique. And, uh, you know, when I first saw them go up on stage, and they'll say that this is the reaction that, that they had even the first few times, uh, or the first time, actually, that they were at NQC. And uh, is it, you know, they get up on stage and you're thinking, okay, this should be interesting. Uh, and a lot of people say to them they look like they should be playing football for a uh you know, an NFL team. So these are guys. not small men. They they are not. <laughs> but, man, I tell you, they start singing, and, and, you know, the thing that really underlines this, Mike, is their hearts. They are just absolutely great, great guys. So what is NQC, anyway? Uh, the National Quartet Convention. Um, they went there for the first time in, da, 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 I believe it was 20... 11 or 2012, and uh, were asked to sing at a local showcase, you know, for, you know, different artists and what have you. And they sang the showcase, and they won it. And uh, they put them on the main stage. And from there, ever since then, uh, they've been on the main stage. And, of course, this year, uh, they'll be on the main stage Wednesday and Saturday night as well, uh, NQC National Quartet Convention, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So this is, for gospel quartets, as big as it gets, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's kind of like the industry standard in Southern gospel music. Um, it's, it's referred to as the biggest uh, event in gospel music. And uh, it's, it's, it's neat. And, I mean, of course, too, it's in Tennessee, so you can get fried fish and golf, just like we are talking about there in the uh, introduction of the program. All in one fell swoop. <laughs> oh, that's great. Cat, fried catfish. <laughs> So tell us, Kevin Mills, bass singer for Keepers of the Faith, how did that conversation go from you being a one-time MC at a concert where Keepers of the Faith happened to be performing to being asked to join as a member? It, it really a God thing. It was a um, we kept in touch over the years, and our paths would cross you know every now and then, and, and they actually were kind enough. Uh, on the West Coast back a few years ago to let me uh, open for them some concerts. And, and so, anyway, we're always in touch. And But it was interesting, in 2014, uh, music for me, I just, it kind of just totally dried up, and it really seemed like it was the Lord saying, listen, just lay this on the altar. And, of course, you know, we just absolutely love as Christians to, to sense that. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, I really felt that that was what I was supposed to do. And so I put music on the altar and thought, I don't know, maybe that time of my life is over. Maybe this is this is it. And I actually took over management of a radio station in Virginia. And so I was doing that and was, you know, trying to be content with that. I was working with great people. But it was last September, 2014, that I just said this little prayer one Saturday morning. I said, God, you know, I really miss music, 
And if there's a way that I can get involved in it again, that would be awesome. And that, that was it. I, I was just really a sincere kind of like, if you can do that, it's great. If not, hey, listen, I'll be content. That evening, they called me, and they said, uh, listen, uh, our, our bass singer just left. Uh, NQC is in a week. Could you come in and fill in for us? And, uh, well, I'll tell you, that was a shock to the system. That happened the same night you made that prayer to God earlier in the day about your own music? I, yep, same day. Wow. Do you think we uh, limit it, God by being afraid to ask him for things? You know, I, I, you know, I think it was one of those perfect storms where, you know, God was just waiting for me to, and I guess I'm saying yes in some ways to your question, God was just waiting for that, that moment. And uh, because, you know, of course, you know, we've all experienced lots of times where we pray for something for a long time and God just delays the answer. Um, But I don't know. This, I think one of the major reasons that it happened for me like this was just simply so that I could see, no, this is really a God thing. This is not, you know, Kevin's not here because, you know, Kevin's some extraordinary, you know, person or or talent. Kevin's here because God wants him here for whatever reason. And so it's just my prayer, as is the prayer of the guys as well, is just, God, let us be faithful for what you've called us to do. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a scary thing. Well, that's for sure. But how neat it must be to be a part of Keepers of the Faith after doing this one fill-in gig. So so how did you make the transition from the substitute to being invited to join Keepers of the Faith? I think probably by the second concert, we did, we had uh, two concerts, two or three concerts, uh, leading up to NQC, uh, the week leading up to it. And by the second concert, we all knew that this was something God had put together because I mean, it, it, you can enjoy working with people and and have a uh, uh, you know a great time whether you know in our workplaces whatever we always experience that to some extent or another. But every once in a while, you just get a group of people together where it just seems like everything clicks, and and that's that's what happened for us. That's what happened for me is that. I mean, because for me, I really, none of us are really concerned about, you know, trying to climb the ladder of, you know, gospel music stardom or whatever. I mean, for us, we just want to do an excellent job at what God's given us, and we want people to be ministered to. We say at every concert that we want to accomplish three things, and that is we want to be in the presence of God, we want to give praises to God, and we just want to be a blessing. And... And that's not three points that we did the focus groups on and thought, oh, you know, that'll really pull it, you know, people's heartstrings. No, this is really something that comes from our hearts. That this is this is what we're all about. This is what we want to do. It's a beautiful ministry to be a part of. Keepers of the Faith dot com is their website. We're speaking with bass singer Kevin Mills, and you may have heard of Keepers of the Faith on our sister station, ninety three point nine KPDQ. As Keepers of the Faith Ministry is sponsoring Clark Hilton on Gospel Sing, Saturday nights from 7 to midnight, the best source of gospel music around. 
And they're also going to host their very first event called Faith Fest 2015. We're going to hear more about that. However, I'll just give you the basic details. It's coming July 31st through August 2nd to the Ocean Shores Convention Center in Ocean Shores, Washington, featuring Keepers of the Faith, Master's Voice, Evergreen 3, Day 3 Gospel Trio, Canada's Double Portion, and a whole lot more fun at Ocean Shores. I've been out there before with family reunions, Kevin, and it is a stunning, beautiful place on the coast to just have a great event, much less one where you're hearing gospel through music. If you'd like details, you can check out their website, keepersofthefaithministry.com. And do you have anything to add to that, Kevin? There's great sushi there, too. Seriously? <laughs> get, get, get your wasabi on and get some great sushi at Ocean Shores. <laughs> that I did not know. No, I was going to say, if anything's fishy about this whole thing, it's just the sushi. That's it. Don't miss the sushi. Faith Fest 2015. More details and ticket information at keepersofthefaithministry.com. And we're speaking with Kevin Mills of Keepers of the Faith Gospel Quartet on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. And if you listen to my friend Clark Hilton's Saturday night program on our sister station, 93.9 KPDQ, Gospel Sing has been sponsored by Keepers of the Faith Ministry, and our special guest on the line right now is the bass singer for the quartet, Kevin Mills. How are you, Kevin? I'm good, and I feel so special, Mike. Why is that? (laughs) A special guest, special guest. The tingling, the tingling just doesn't cease. Well, both of us have a face for radio, so we may as well enjoy the fun that we're having here. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's great to be with you, Mike, and of course, thank you so much to uh, the stations uh, for, for your help and just helping us talk about this great event coming up. Well, it's our pleasure. Clark Hilton on Gospel Sing plays music by Keepers of the Faith. So what are you looking forward to when you bring your very first Faith Fest event to Ocean Shores, Washington, from July 31st to August 2nd? You know, there there's so many things. Of course, you know, one thing that we're all very passionate about as a group and our family is food. <laughs> and so we are we are planning on having some just awesome food there. And just, you know, the way we are all about family. We are all about uh, relationships. And so the thing is, is that when people come out for the weekend, yes, there's going to be some awesome top-notch groups there. Uh, but at the end of the day as well, we're wanting it to just be an environment where people can come in, feel like family, have good food, have good fellowship. Uh, there'll be games for the kids and, and, you know, face painting, stuff like that. And and just, just overall, and of course, I mean, you were saying yourself, you've been down to Ocean Shores. The convention center we're holding it at is maybe a block away from the ocean. And, of course, you know, you can drive on the beach there. And so it's just, just a awesome weekend to uh, to just chill out, relax, be ministered to, and then also too, all of the funds raised uh, from like you know food sales stuff like that are going towards an awesome cause as well. And what would that be? We uh, have had the chance to actually in the fall we're going to be heading out to Fiji and also helping a small little Pacific island called Vanuatu. It was devastated by a Category 5 hurricane in March of this year. Uh, the population of the islands is like 200,000, and 95% of them were displaced from their homes. And, I mean, just a horrible tragedy. Uh, all the funds from Faith Fest uh, are going to help go towards helping 
those families and also helping families in Fiji. And so, I mean, it's just really all around. It's just a great, a great weekend to be a part of. So not only is it a great family event, it's really a benefit for Fiji when it comes down to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, we're, we're trying to do two things, two awesome things at once. And, you know, just great weekend for the family, but at the same time as well, uh, helping our brothers and sisters over in the Pacific Islands. And not only will Keepers of the Faith be performing, but they've also brought some other artists to the fold. We have Master's yeah. Voice and Evergreen 3, Day 3 Gospel Trio, and Canada's Double Portion. So in the gospel music community, Kevin Mills, bass singer for Keepers of the Faith, do you all have a lot of the same travels? Are, are you all relatively close? Uh, you mean like between groups? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, as with any kind of industry, you know, there's certain people that, of course, you connect with more so than others. But, yeah, it's, you know, you realize that in music, like, say, the gospel music industry, per se, and especially, like, say, southern gospel music, it's it's relatively a small world. And uh, there's some awesome people. And it's neat, because, you know, one of the aspects of being on the road a lot is that you... You spend a lot of time away from your loved ones. You spend a lot of time away from your friends. And it's always awesome when you're able to develop friendships with people who are in the same vocation and live the same lifestyle. They're out there traveling all the time as well. And uh, so it's it's really neat. It's almost like uh, running in the family uh, when you're working with these groups. And uh, a lot of these groups that are going to be at Faith Fest, we certainly uh, <laughs> certainly have that kind of a relationship with. So did those relationships lead to these artists joining you for your very first Faith Fest? Uh, somewhat, somewhat. We, you know, every summer, we uh, are usually, almost every every weekend, more or less, in the summertime, we're at these type of jamborees, and people kept asking us, they said, man, when are you going to do your own? When are you going to do your And so... Finally, this has been a two-year process, and we thought, okay, finally, we'll go ahead and do it. And we wanted groups that, uh, yeah, that we've had good relationships with. Um, we wanted to bring them in to be a part of this first first one, and Lord willing, the first of many more to come. And uh, yeah, it's it's been it's it's been awesome. It's been awesome. This is our first one, and we're we're anxious, of course, ourselves to see. Uh, what it's going to be like and what have you, but pre-sales uh, already for weekend passes have uh, surpassed our expectations, and we're we're excited. That's wonderful. So, is it a different dynamic altogether from being an artist or an MC in the past to actually running or hosting a festival like Faith Fest? Well, I think the thing is, is that for us, we understand that you know, the artistry side of what we do makes up a very small percentage. Um, you know, the artistry side, we go up on stage, you know, uh, sing, uh, you know, do our thing, makes up a very small part of the business side, the organizational side. And so really, you know, for us, uh, we're all gifted in different ways. And so, the four of us, along with the families, I mean, the families are just as much a part of the ministry families of all of the, all of us uh, to make up keepers of the faith. 
uh, are just as much a part of making this thing work. And they bring uh, incredible business and uh, other talents and gifts to the table as well. So it's actually, I mean, certainly there's you know a fair amount of organizing, but everybody uh, has taken their share, and it's it's actually come together very, very well. Well, I'm glad to hear that your tickets are selling so quickly. More information on ticket prices and details can be found on the website, and that would be keepersofthefaithministry.com, or if you'd like to give Keepers of the Faith a call, you can try 253-682-7718. That's 253-682-7718. And you seem very family-oriented, Basinger Kevin Mills of Keepers of the Faith. So why don't you share about your own family? Oh, I I am really fortunate to have a wife who puts up with me, and uh, she... I've got, of course, my wife, and we have a 15-month-old daughter. Congratulations. That's beautiful. Oh, hey, thank you so much. And then we have uh, what I refer to as our ugly daughter, which is a six-year-old Jack Russell Terrier. So, um, but <laughs> I'm so glad you specified what you're talking about there. <laughs> so I, I tell people, I said, you know, our what daughter is just really, really ugly. And then, uh, then I show them a picture of our Jack Russell Terrier, but... But anyway, no, that's, that makes up, you know, our immediate family. And then, um, you know, and it's just, uh, for me, I have been, this is a very unique lifestyle. Anybody who's, anybody who's done a lot of traveling, uh, there's a lot of vocations out there that, that require that. You realize that, you know, it takes a unique family to be able to be supportive of that when, the husband or the wife is away a lot, and I'm just really fortunate to have that support. I could not do it uh, without my family's support. I'll tell you that much real quick. Well, that's for sure. It's, it's kind of funny. I used to work a lot more concerts and festivals, and my kids to this day remind me that they didn't know if Daddy was coming or going. Of course, now I'm thankful yeah. to be here at True Talk and KPDQ and The Fish in El Rey where I have more normal hours the vast majority of the time. It's tough to maintain that life and work balance, especially if you enjoy what you do. It is. It is. Uh, One thing that really actually attracted me when we were first talking about working together, that is myself and and the three brothers to make up keepers of faith, one thing that really attracted me among a bunch of other things was a lot of times their kids, will come on tours, especially in the summertime when they're off school, or uh, their families will come along. Uh, my wife, we're fortunate enough that a lot of times she'll be able to join us with our daughter. And so that that really helps a lot. And um, and I think other just other practical things as well is just, you know, touching base, communicating via phone, FaceTime, whatever on a very regular basis while you're apart from each other, uh, having devotions and praying with each other um, while you're away, just just things like that. And what's your favorite devotional style? Do you have any good resources or books to recommend? Oh, my gosh. That, you know what? My, my devotional style seems to change with the wind. I, uh, I've never been able to get a or you, develop a a specific formula that works all the time for me. I mean, sometimes getting up early in the morning and 
and reading a chapter and making notes works. Uh, you know, the next day listening to a YouTube video on a favorite speaker of mine, you know, in the afternoon, whatever. Uh, for me, I, I don't know. I, I think you really have to... Uh, <laughs> you really have to be sensitive to what is speaking to you. And, uh, and I mean, you know, there's so many awesome speakers out there, awesome devotion. Um, personally, for me, the Lord has just been trying to remind me of just the importance of just spending time alone with Him. Uh, sometimes, actually, devotion devotionals can get in the way of Him speaking to us because we're constantly stimulating our mind or listening or reading, when sometimes we just need to take quiet time alone with it. Words of wisdom from bass singer Kevin Mills of Keepers of the Faith Ministry. They're based out of Puyallup, but they're coming to launch their very first musical festival. It's Faith Fest 2015, July 31st through August 2nd at the Ocean Shores Convention Center in Ocean Shores, Washington, also featuring Master's Voice, Evergreen 3, the Day 3 Gospel Trio, and Canada's Double Portion alongside Keepers of the Faith. And you can find out ticket information and details at the website, keepersofthefaithministry.com. That's keepersofthefaithministry.com. More with Kevin Mills next on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here with the bass singer for Keepers of the Faith Ministry, as heard on Clark Hilton's Gospel Sing on 93.9 KPDQ every Saturday night from 7 to midnight. His name is Kevin Mills. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, hey, thank you, Mike. Thanks for, for allowing me and the ministry the opportunity and, and the station. Much appreciated. Well, we're very excited about your very first musical festival, which also features Master's Voice, Evergreen 3, Day 3 Gospel Trio, and Canada's Double Portion but I want to backtrack to Kevin Mills. Before you became this bass singer, before you managed a Virginia radio station, before you became a solo artist, you had to grow up somewhere. So where were you born? <laughs> they actually torched the town that I was born in. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no I was actually born in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And my mother was from Winnipeg, and uh, my father was from Virginia. And so I was born there. And then my parents were evangelists, and uh, so about the first 14, 15 years of my life, uh, I grew up on the road, and mostly in the southern states, uh, going to different churches, and uh, <laughs> that was that was that was my life, and it was you know we we had a blast. I was an only child, and so you know of course I was spoiled with my parents' affections and attention. But no, the three of us traveled, and, and we we loved it. We absolutely loved uh, being on the road together and being able to do ministry. So, in a sense, you were a missionary kid. You were just going along for the ride. That's wonderful. So, how did that work for you? Were you based out of a certain area and travel most of the year, or what? Yeah, we were on the road about eight to ten months out of the year, and uh, we were mostly based, actually, out of Winnipeg. Uh, Canada. My mother's family was up there, whereas my father's family is kind of dispersed all over the place. And so uh, he, they both decided to, to be based out of Canada, so she grew with her family when we weren't on the road. But uh, no, it was. I had awesome, awesome parents. My mother passed away in 2010. Uh, my father, of course, is still alive. But they were just 
because, you know, a lot of times growing up around ministry can actually do more harm sometimes in the sense that you learn how to act. You learn the proper vocabulary. You learn the proper actions. And it's very easy to forget that this is relational, that this is actually something between you and God. It's not just something that you go and, and do. You don't just go and minister. And so even though I was raised in that environment, I still actually had to come to the Lord myself personally uh, when I was about 12 years old. And obviously, as traveling evangelist missionary types, your your parents were card-carrying, believing Christians. But my question to you is for a lot of those— For a lot of us who grew up in the church, it became cultural somewhere down the line, and we still compromised. Myself, unfortunately, but by the grace of God, I came back to him in my early 20s. So, Kevin, what was the last straw on the camel's back for you? What was that light bulb moment in your life where you weren't simply your parents' child, but you wanted Jesus as your Savior? You know, it's funny, and I mean, I know this is kind of a unique but all of our stories are unique, is that we actually uh, went down to, we were invited to a revival that was taking place in 1996 in a place called Brownsville, Pensacola, Florida. And um, I, I don't know, I, I, you know, even, even though I was only 12 years old, my parents and a lot of the people who knew me described me as just being a nasty <laughs> a nasty, nasty kid when it came to talking about religion or Christianity. I just, just uh, I just really lost. I didn't have any passion for what I was talking about. It was just all rules and regulations for me. And anyways, we got invited to this revival in Pensacola, Florida. And from the time I stepped out of the vehicle, the presence of God in that place was so real that it actually scared me, and there was actually a bingo hall across the road, and I actually ran 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 away into the bingo hall to hide, because <laughs> because I'd never experienced something that real, and my uh, father at the time had to go into the bingo hall and retrieve his 12-year-old son, <laughs> and we went into the service, and it was really the first time I could remember experiencing God in such a real way, like just this tangible presence. And that started a hunger in me of realizing that, okay, no, God really is real. This is not just uh, a system of beliefs, or I think you used the the, uh, awesome way of describing it, cultural. This isn't just cultural. This is is something that, uh, this is something that's real. God is real, living, and he wants to connect with us. So were there any particular mentor figures in your life that really stood out to you when it came to confirming your faith in your own heart? You know, to, to be honest with you, probably my parents, uh, my my mother and father, because they, I mean, my father was a, a drug dealer and Satanist. <laughs> Very came to the Lord. It's a drug dealer in San Francisco. Okay, we and, need to uh, backtrack and get a little better background than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell no, tell us about your dad, Kevin Mills. He he ran away from home when he was 14 years old and lived on the streets and became a drug dealer, became a Satanist, 
um, and live that type of lifestyle until he came to the Lord when he was 25. And so, you know, the thing is, is that now on the other side, my mother was raised in the church and gave her life to the Lord when she was eight. But my parents, through those various experiences, never represented themselves as having it together. They always represented themselves as, it's by the grace of God that we're here. And that it's by God working through us that any good can come out of us, whether, you know, whether we were living on the streets or whether we were raised in a Baptist church, uh, which is, was the case in my, for my mother. Um, we all are here by God's grace, and it's by His love that we can live and 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 have hope, even though we see things in ourselves that aren't always that pretty. And so those, I have to say that my parents were probably um, uh, two of the two of the greatest mentors for me. So, how on earth did your dad, a runaway former Satanist, meet up with your mom, a, a Baptist who became a Christian at age eight? I'd love to hear that story. <laughs> Well, that was the thing. You know, my, my father, uh, you know, I, I won't go into the whole story of, you know, his conversion and everything else, but really what happened was that he came to the end of himself, like I said, Reader's Digest, gave his life to the Lord, and he moved back. This, at this point, he moved back to Virginia from San Francisco, and his pastor felt that he was, he was called to the ministry. My father was called to the ministry, and so... Uh, my father's church at the time sent him to a Christian camp in Minnesota, of all things, uh, Minnesota, to go to kind of a Bible school sort of program. It just so happened that my mother's brother-in-law was the director of that camp. <laughs> and so that's that's how they connected. They connected to a little place called Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, and... Um, you know the rest. The rest is history. <laughs> that must have been a real fun family to grow up in. Not only because your parents started off so different in their backgrounds before they came to know the Lord, but because you're doing a lot of traveling. Were there any particular areas or cities that you really enjoyed? You know what? Uh, I always liked Eastern Tennessee. Eastern Tennessee. Um, you know, West Virginia, uh, wonderful people. You know, there was, but Eastern Tennessee, uh, Western North Carolina, kind of where Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, Kentucky all joined together there. Uh, I mean, that Smoky Mountain area is just absolutely beautiful, breathtaking, and has always felt like home. But no, we, I mean, we had a great time. I mean, you know, my parents had a wicked sense of humor, and uh, you know, I I can't blame them, blame all of my twisted sense of humor on them. But uh, you know, a lot of it is, <laughs> and we just had fun. I mean, we would uh, do everything from uh, you know sneak dried. I don't know if you're familiar with palmetto bugs; they look like a massive cockroach. But you know, we'd find dead ones of those and hide them in the van and wait for my mother to to find them and. <laughs> And that that was that was always that was always an event, and um, we you know we we had a blast. We had just an absolute blast. So, as a father of a baby girl right now, what suggestions 
or experiences are you taking from your fun upbringing that you and your wife would like to share and pass on now that you're parents yourselves? I think the biggest thing that I've learned ever since having Brooklyn is that I don't have a clue what I'm doing. And so that, <laughs> that, if, there's any, if, if there's any wisdom at all that I could pass on, and I think anyone who, who has kids can fully appreciate that as well, is that, you know, you really go into this thing thinking that you might have a formula that works. But, I mean, I, for me, um, the area of psychology, uh, when I was in college, that was uh, an area that I really enjoyed studying. And you realize that through the study of psychology, through the study of theology and, and in our own personal walk with God, is that we are fallen people, and we will make mistakes uh, personally, and we will make mistakes in hurting others, uh, oftentimes in hurting our, our kids uh, in ways that we didn't mean to or, or do things, say things. And I think that's really where you have to have trust that we have a God who's able to take us in our fallen state and take those things that may have been hurtful and use those for good. Um, my parents, when I was first starting to study psychology, they both sat me down and they said, listen, do not be afraid to go over the way we've raised you and realize that there were some things we did wrong, and there were some things that uh, that we did that either at the time we thought was right, but then we realized it wasn't. But just realize that, you know, feel free to go over that. And that gave me such liberty to see that, you know what, listen, as long as human beings are helping other human beings, we're going to make mistakes. But thankfully, God can take even that and tur- turn it into good if we let him. Amen to that. Kevin Mills is the bass singer for Keepers of the Faith Ministry Quartet, as heard on Gospel Sing with Clark Hilton. Saturday nights from 7 to midnight, they've also sponsored the program for the month. We're thankful for that, and we're also thankful for their very first event. It's Faith Fest 2015, coming to the Ocean Shores Convention Center in Ocean Shores, Washington, July 31st through August 2nd. Details on the website, keepersofthefaithministry.com. More with Kevin Mills next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Thanks so much for joining us on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. I'm Mike Lee, and if you listen to my friend Clark Hilton on Gospel Sing on 93.9 KPDQ Saturdays from 7 to midnight, you've heard Keepers of the Faith Ministry. This quartet is based out of Puyallup, Washington. And our guest on the line is its bass singer, Kevin Mills. So, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. And we're very excited about Faith Fest 2015 coming July 31st through August 2nd to the Ocean Shores Convention Center in Ocean Shores, Washington. Besides Keepers of the Faith, the event features Master's Voice, Evergreen 3, Day 3 Gospel Trio, and Canada's Double Portrait with ticket info and details and directions on their website, keepersofthefaithministry.com. But Kevin, as the bass singer for Keepers of the Faith, could you give us a little bit of the history of Keepers of the Faith Quartet? You know, they have such, we were talking about in the beginning of the, uh, in the beginning of the hour about how <laughs> when the guys walk on stage, they look like they should be playing football for some team. And also they, they're ex-gangsters. And, they, you know, they often refer to when we're doing events that uh, when Ace, who uh, is the 
second oldest, the baritone singer, and he does a lot of the talking in the concert. Uh, Ace goes to introduce us. He says, you know, who would have ever thought that three thugs and a white boy would be up here singing gospel music? And, I mean, we're, we're a very unique-looking group. <laughs> you know, but the awesome thing that comes from their their personal story is that, see, they were raised in the church as well. Uh, and here's another thing, Mike, that we were talking about, is how sometimes when we're raised in the church, it becomes, it becomes cultural. It becomes a behavior that we learn, but our heart can still be far away from God. And here, you know, they were raised around the church. Their uh, father would dress them up every Sunday, get them ready for church, take them out. But during the week, uh, their father was an alcoholic and would come home drunk and uh, and beat their kid to the point beat them to the point of where they'd have broken bones, um, you know, bruised up bodies, and a lot of times and most of the time, uh, abused their mother to the point of where she was hardly recognizable. So, needless to say, uh, Ace, uh, especially really started to develop a hatred towards God and also a hatred towards his father. Because as he says in his testimony, you know, how in the world could a God of love, this is what they're always saying, okay, so, you know, I'm always hearing on Sunday, Jesus loves me, Jesus this, Jesus loves me that, but yet he's allowing this to happen to our family, how can that be? And so as Ace grew up, he actually started a uh, street gang and uh, became quite notorious, actually. The gang became quite notorious in Hawaii, and uh, they did every evil thing that gangs do. But interestingly enough, this is, this is the real awesome part of the testimony. Ace ended up in prison, uh, finally, it was in and out of jail, but finally ended up in prison. And the Lord finally got a hold of him, and he he came back to the Lord, and the Lord started to do an awesome work in him. Interestingly enough, this was the same thing was happening in his father's life as well. And long and behold, all of the family came back to the Lord. And here's the kicker, Mike, is that their father now travels with us everywhere that we go, and prays for us in the back while we're doing the concerts, that his boys will be a blessing, and that they'll be able to communicate the redemptive message of Christ. And Ace, you know, and all the other brothers will also say that they've forgiven their father and have a love for him. And, and so, I mean, it's just here, whenever you see the group perform, you have a tangible illustration of how God is able to redeem wickedness, able to redeem uh, evil, and turn it into something so beautiful. That is an amazing testimony, Kevin Mills, Basinger of Keepers of the Faith Ministry. And I really think you ought to very strongly consider an album title, Three Thugs and a White Boy, as you described earlier on. Yeah, yeah. That would be just perfect. No, I, I think so. Three thugs, three thugs and the white boy sing your gospel favorites. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> in stores now, just in time for Christmas. 
Yeah, it's uh, just in time for Christmas. That's right. Especially if we had the little Santa hats on, you know, I think that'd be that'd be perfect. I love it, love it, love it. So, if you had to speak to anyone out there going through family issues, whether it's alcoholism or physical abuse or perhaps worse, a hypocritical Christian mentor or parent, what would you tell them? Well, I think for the, you know, I think for the hypocritical parent or mentor or whatever else, you know, those are people that they usually have to be in a broken state before they're willing to hear and or accept that they may even be hypocritical. (laughs) You know, uh, unfortunately, sometimes the people who need help the most are the ones who are unaware that they need it. But, you know, for those who are broken or, you know, our hearts really go out to people who really have a heart for God, but are struggling with their own lifestyles. And, you know, I was just reading uh, or just listening to actually uh, 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 an author who's a favorite of mine, and he was saying that, you know, when God looked at man and when Jesus looked into the heart of man, he saw everything. He saw everything that we struggle with. He saw everything that that uh, that's a difficulty for us, whether it's substance abuse or whether it's, uh, you know, ah, it could be a multitude of things. And Jesus said, listen, my grace is sufficient for you. I'm going to work with you. I'm going to help you. And so I think the thing is, is that if we're willing to take the steps of saying, listen, I want to better my life. I want to, I mean, in case of substance abuse, I'm going to start taking the steps of getting support, getting professional help, getting counseling, get out of this life. God's going to walk beside you, no matter how many times you may fail or stumble or whatever. God's going to walk beside you. He's never going to leave you or abandon you or think, oh, listen, yeah, this is a lost God. He's going to walk beside you. And and that goes with anything, any kind of uh, addictions or any kind of behavioral lifestyle that we're struggling with. Um, if we continue to try with God's help, He will always be there for us and and man, I'll tell you, that, that's just so awesome to know that. None of us are beyond redemption. Just look at thief number two on the cross beside Jesus. But yeah, exactly. Are you going to have your wife and the baby join you for this tour over at Faith Fest 2015 in Ocean Shores? Oh, yes, by all means. We're actually going to have a uh, part of part of that weekend is actually going to be all of our family singing and uh, and doing that. And yeah, no, they will definitely be there and I will be showing them off proudly. Oh, that's wonderful. So if you had to pick or choose one particular audience that you would want to reach at Faith Fest 2015, who would that be? You know, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of hard. It's sort of like the thing of, of uh, well, I'm, I'm bad at analogies. I was going to actually try to, try to create a brilliant analogy, but then realized I can't. So, <laughs> so I'll just answer it this way is that for us, we want this to be a family event. Um, I really can see, uh, you know, families from, you know, early 20s with infants to, you know, retired folks being able to come to this weekend and find enjoyment. Um, Really, the key factor is if you like, if you like gospel music, if you like, uh, you know, uh, just 
you know, just, just gospel music, like being in the presence of God, and just like having a weekend, just be able to chill and relax and be ministered to. Um, you'll you'll find that here. You'll find that here. We are so looking forward to Canada's Double Portion and Day 3 Gospel Trio and Evergreen 3 and Master's Voice joining Keepers of the Faith Ministry Quartet at Faith Fest 2015, Ocean Shores, Washington at the Ocean Shores Convention Center, July 31st through August 2nd. Bass singer Kevin Mills of Keepers of the Faith Quartet, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, hey, thank you, Mike. Thank you to your listeners for uh, you know putting up with me rattling on here for a little bit and telling jokes. <laughs> but no, thank you so much, and, and to the station, and uh, hope to see you there. You are a delightful, entertaining brother, and remember, folks, it's more than just great music. It's about faith, and it is about family at Faith Fest 2015. You won't want to miss it. Check out their Facebook page, Faith Fest 2015 Concert Tour, and you can find more details on the website, keepersofthefaithministry.com. That's keepersofthefaithministry.com. And thank you so much for joining us on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Plan now for an awesome weekend of inspiring music, great fellowship, and powerful worship, all set to the backdrop of the Pacific Ocean. Faith Fest 2015 is coming to the Ocean Shores Convention Center, July 31st through August 2nd, featuring artists such as Keepers of the Faith, Master's Voice, Canada's Double Portion, and more. Come out for a great time of fellowship, worship, and of course, the Pacific Ocean. RV sites and hotels available, but you must register today as space is limited and going fast. Faith Fest 2015 at Ocean Shores Convention Center, July 31st through August 2nd. Visit KeepersOfTheFaithMinistry.com for registration. That's KeepersOfTheFaithMinistry.com or call 253-682-7718. That's 253-682-7718. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.